Welcome to Phone Messages, Episode 84, 5 of 12. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 9 from James Warden. It comes from the spring of 1989 and is about 10 seconds long. Let's listen. Hey, Paul, it's James. It's uh, 5 of 12. It's 5 of 12, and I'm at the station. There you are. When I first listened back to this message, I thought perhaps James was at the train station, and I was supposed to meet him there, either because I was coming back from Minnesota, or he was on a trip and I was picking him up. But I then realized the station he refers to is the radio station WHBK, and he is calling me from the phone in the studio where he planned to hang out with me during my show. Most likely, when he says it's 5 of 12, he means 5 minutes to midnight, when my show was about to start. Five minutes may not seem like a long time to pull records and prepare for my show, but typically I would simply start with a very long cut, and while that first disc played, pick other records from the shelf. Of course, I also brought albums from my ever-growing collection at home. But what makes this message odd is the fact that as James speaks to me on the phone, I appear, and he greets me in person. In the time of cell phones, it's not unusual to be speaking to someone on the phone while walking to meet them, and then see them in person. However, since neither of us had cell phones at the time, James's only option was to leave a message on my answering machine. I have mentioned previously the value answering machines had in a time before cell phones. At times, I left outgoing messages telling callers where they could reach me, for example, at another person's house or the radio station. This would make no sense with a cell phone, since you can always be reached outside of the home. In 1989, cell phones were much less common than answering machines. Whereas 28% of U.S. households had answering machines that year, a mere 1.4% owned cell phones. A major reason was the cost. An answering machine could be purchased for 15 or 20 bucks. And once you owned it, there were no monthly expenses. By contrast, according to a 1989 Los Angeles Times article, the cost of a cell phone could range from $500 if installed in a car to $1,700 for one of those brick-like phones you could carry in your briefcase. Of course, Spending $500 on a phone is not unusual today, but keep in mind, those old cell phones did not even have text messaging. Then there was the cost of cellular service. $25 a month 
plus 90 cents a minute during peak hours or 20 cents a minute off-peak. A monthly phone bill of $250 was not unusual. It's also interesting to note a Wall Street Journal survey from that year found that out of 19 common electronic devices, the mobile phone was considered the most frivolous while a majority of Americans from 18 to 29 years old viewed answering machines as a necessity. Today, one could argue the situation is reversed. In 2020, the United States had 129 cell phone subscriptions per 100 people, meaning that many people have more than one cell phone. With regards to answering machine ownership, although I could not find specific numbers on this, Surveys show that only 40% of U.S. households still have a landline. In short, these days, most people leave messages via text or voicemail, not an answering machine. All right, that's it for this week. If you would like to participate in this podcast or have comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. Dot com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.